logged in, so I'm going to use my magical IT credentials to get into this dude's computer. Well, it's not really magic. It's KVM, keyboard, video, mouse. I'm Michelle Gartner. I live in Oregon. And one thing I love about my job at Intel is talking to some of the brightest minds in IT. You got 10 minutes? Let's talk IT. Jake Gauthier has been a computer guy ever since the fourth grade when his dad got him one made by Mattel. All these years later, he helps to develop solutions for KVM and in his personal life competes in freestyle frisbee tournaments. He's racked up three world titles. Since this isn't a show about frisbee throwing, I'm sticking to questions about desk side visits, which can be the most expensive part of IT support. KVM has an answer for that. Hey Jake. Michelle. So I understand that IT departments use KVM quite a bit. Can you tell me how they typically use it? Sure. So uh, typically it's used um, to give someone some help or to teach someone how to use their computer. Mm -hmm. uh, a great example of that would be, uh, have you ever tried to explain to someone how to update an Excel spreadsheet over the phone? It's <laughs> nearly impossible. Uh, you know, you can't see what's on their screen. You can't really tell what they're doing or what they're typing. They try to explain to me. It just is really difficult. Right. So with KVM, uh, you can see what's on the person's screen. You can move their mouse. You can type with their keyboard. It's as if you're sitting next to them in their cube. And, and helping them. And take complete control. Take complete control of their machine, exactly. Okay, now that sounds very software-based. Mm -hmm. I know that Intel KVM is hardware-based. What are the differences and what are the benefits of hardware-based? Sure, so software-based is running as a process in Windows, whereas hardware-based is actually embedded in the chipset of all of our vPro machines. Okay. Uh, so uh, the advantage is that it's completely separate from Windows. So no matter what is happening with Windows, this uh, hardware-based KVM is still usable. It uh, gives you the opportunity to fix a lot of problems that you normally wouldn't be able to fix with software-based KVM. Uh, for example, let's say you forgot your BIOS password. Uh -huh. uh, so you would call me and if I were trying to help you, I would have to read off a 26-character randomized uh, recovery password to you, which you would then have to type in based on what you hear me say. Uh, so if you mistype it, I read off the mm. wrong characters, we don't understand each other, it can become quite a challenge. Right. Uh, so either I go to your desk and type it for you, or we just keep trying and trying. With <laughs> hardware-based KVM, I can connect to your machine, I can see the screen, and I can type in that password for you. Or you could even automate the whole process. Okay, and that sounds like a good opportunity for blue screen of death as well. Yeah, that's actually a really great example. Uh, so with the software-based KVM, if I were connected to you and your system blue screen, mm -hmm. I would just be disconnected immediately and I wouldn't know what happened. Right. Uh, with uh, hardware-based KVM, the system would blue screen, and I would stay connected. I would see the error message, and uh, I would still be able to try to fix the problem. I could even reboot you into a recovery OS and try to repair the situation. Wow, nice. Now, all of this sounds really great, and it simplifies things, saves money, but what about the privacy end? Can IT like pop in and see what I'm doing at any time yeah, during the yeah, day? That's a, good, a lot of people have that <laughs> concern. Uh, there's actually a feature called um, user consent. Okay. Uh, so the way that works is when I connect to your machine, you'll see a little six-digit uh, PIN code pop up. Mm -hmm. And if you want me to have access, you would read that off over the phone to me. If you don't, just don't tell me the code and I can't control your machine. How would I know if you were connected or not? Uh, there would be a little border around the screen, a red border or a red-yellow flashing border. Uh, and then there's also a little sprite up in the corner that will flash on and off while I'm connected. Nice. Great setup. Well, thanks, Jake. Kyle Harbour is going to show us Intel's KVM in action. 
that's great for IT shops. They don't have to make desk side visits or fix PC issues in front of people. But Kyle's not shy, that's for sure. He is a professional stand-up comic who's done shows around the West Coast. But today we're meeting near the lab to do some stand-up in the hallway. Kyle wants to show me a demo in the hallway. I can't imagine what you're going to show me in the hallway. I'm going to show you the Intel AMT KVM. And I'm showing you in the hallway because this is going to show how we will never have to talk to customers anymore. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you could help a customer in the hallway. Is I that could, what you're saying? I could help a customer in the hallway, but mostly I just don't want to visit them at their desk. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So uh, what I like to do is uh, just pretend I'm always on my way somewhere so I can get work done and nobody's going to bother me. Nice. So before Intel AMT, what I had was an RDP. RDP is Remote Desktop Protocol. Mm -hmm. That requires two things. The operating system has to be up and the NIC has to be operational. Okay. Sometimes the problem itself is the NIC's not operational or I need to access something that's outside of the operating system. And then I have to go to their desk and I don't want to do that. Yeah, like a blue screen of death is probably a good scenario for that. Exactly. Yeah. So what I have here is that RDP is up. We're going to park it on top of a filing cabinet. Again, so nobody will bother us. We look super busy. Nice. <laughs> uh, so this is that RDP. So I can do whatever, you know. It's just a standard desktop. But assuming that breaks down, something else goes wrong. Say close that. Instead, what we're going to do is we have SCCM right here. I have my, this is my failing client. This guy called me this morning, says I'm messed up. Please help me. So then I have an add-in in this vPro area. So that's mm -hmm. not native to SCCM. That's something you can add in. Oh, that's have, nice custom. Mm -hmm. Custom menu like that. And then you put AMT KVN, and that launches Real VNC Viewer Plus. That's what we're going to use to use the Intel AMT feature. So now you can see, it jumps right up. We can see, oh, we're not logged in. So I'm going to use my magical IT credentials to get into this dude's computer. Okay. If it was working enough. So let's say the NIC was totally broken. I could still log in, maybe. So now we can see we get into the OS. Hey, look, there it is. Now that's, this is an RDP again. So this is your customer system, in theory. I am looking right at his stuff. I can see everything. <laughs> and that NIC driver can be totally blown up right now. So he's like, oh my god, how did you do that? Another neat trick I can do is, so you can shut down or restart. And I'm not going to lose my connection. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use a special thing. You can use this power option right here. I can do reset. Then it also gives me another special option, which is boot to OS or boot to BIOS. So where does this come from? Is this part of Intel KVM? Uh, this is uh, a third-party app that uses the Intel AMT KVM. So our partnership with RealVNC and Intel oh, together brings okay. us this. Okay. So then we can just do a reset. And you'll see, I'm just going to boot right back to the OS. We can make it automatically enter BIOS but you'll see it all drive by. See, we're completely out of the operating system. Oh my God, that looks like DOS text. There's no way we have a NIC driver right now. There's no way. So that was an unfriendly power option. So you can just say boot up. Again, you would never see this. This is the Windows loading screen. You'd never see that. Right. And then this will take us right back to the operating system. So if that guy had a uh, blue screen of death, we'd be able to see it and all the ugly error codes and all that stuff, we'd get after fixing it. Wow, that's awesome. And I never had to see his face. <laughs> Thanks for walking me through it.